0: Here are your hosts,
3: Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Dana Southern. I am here with my friend and business partner, Gary Green. And collectively, we are Your Car Insiders. For the past approximately nine years, just over nine years, Gary and I have committed our entire business professional life to simply guiding, helping, and protecting consumers' best interest when they're in the market to purchase a vehicle. And we have a passion for what we do. And more importantly, we have a very extensive car background with decades of experience in management and being on the other side of the fence. But we have spent the last nine years both with the relationships we already had and have built so many new relationships over the last nine years. Think about how many wonderful people we've met. And
2: and it's so funny when you talk about relationships. So you are Mr. Customer. And you wake up on Saturday morning and you and your wife want to go buy a truck. So you're very specific to three color choices. And you want to buy a 3500 Ram and you want it to have an Ison transmission now the Ison transmission comes with the high output Cummings can't you tow like 30,000 pounds with that that's the only way you can tow 30,000 pounds so in speaking to the gentleman I asked him what are you going to be towing and he said a 45 foot toy hauler trailer, travel trailer. Okay. That weighs close to 20,000 pounds. So I explained to him, you have to buy the truck with this transmission. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And he said, Gary, that's why I'm calling you. So as you, as the customer, I want you to try this one. I want you to call the dealership and I want you to tell the the guy at the dealership, I know you don't have the truck that I have that I want, but could you run a locate for me and tell me where the car is? I, I can assure you that will not go well. So I went in on a Saturday morning and met with the general manager in the Dodge store and I had a list of what he wanted. And we found the one, the one truck. Love that. So you have... Rodeo Dodge, Earnhardt Dodge, two Bill Luke's stores. You have
3: Air Park Auto Nation. Air Park
2: Auto Nation three more. Three Larry Miller stores. So there's probably 10 oh, in the valley they're like 14. Okay. So we found the one truck. So My friend picks up the phone. He calls the dealership. Yep, you can have the truck. However, you can't have it till Monday because it's at Westworld at the horse show. So we sit down and the GM assures me he's going to get the car. So we negotiate the entire transaction, and it was kind of funny because the difference between what the customer had when he went to this dealership by himself on a truck that they didn't know that they could get, and what I got for him was substantial. So Thousands, I'm guessing. He, he buys the truck, and, and the reason I never mention dollar amounts is because every car deal stands on its own. So for me to say that I got somebody a 10 grand better deal than you got than than it it it, it may not replicate itself. So I kind of stay away from and I keep to the motto every deal
3: stands on its own. We agree completely on that because some vehicles there would be nowhere near that discount. So we turn around and
2: we do all the paperwork. He buys the car. I get him a better interest rate than he ever thought he was going to get. I got him a 100,000-mile warranty on his truck, and we put everything together, and the car showed up on Monday, and they had added X amount of dollars for dealer ads to the price of the car because it was a dealer trade. So when the car showed up, the car had no dealer ads. So for the amount that they put in, I said, how about this? How about if you tint the windows and how about if you put a spray and bed liner in? Okay. So Monday we got the tint windows tinted before he left. Tuesday he got the spray and bed liner put in by a set up through the dealership so he didn't have to pay and get reimbursed. So. We do all this, and we find out when he picks the car up, they're missing a key. Well, these aren't keys. These are fobs. They're remotes. So Monday goes by, Tuesday goes by, Wednesday goes by, Thursday goes by, and there's no key from the other dealership for the dealer trade. So I said something to the salesperson, and he sent me back something that they're going to order a key. It's going to be asked to be programmed. It should be here Monday or Tuesday. This is now Friday, and I said something, and he sent back an LOL, and I sent back to him, I'm really glad you think this is funny. I hope the customer keeps the same sense of humor when he's filling out his survey because he made it specifically clear to you that he was leaving town on Monday to go away with his new truck, and he's not comfortable only having one key because he had an incident once where they were camping, and a key disappeared. So he wants two keys before he leaves. Now here's where the relationship part comes in. I sent a text to the general manager of the dealership. Hey, I don't. I hate bugging you. I know you've got GM stuff to do. They dropped the ball on the key. That was about two o'clock in the afternoon on Friday. I got a phone call at two o'clock and thirty seconds on Friday from the gentleman that handles the wheels at the dealership, and miraculously, they found a remote with a blank that they could cut and reprogram for his truck. So by 4.30 in the afternoon, he was done with the two keys. Now, he made a couple of comments to me while we were looking for the car. And one of the things that you never want to say to the salesperson is the truck not having that option is not a deal breaker. If you mention that to the salesperson, he's if he's smart and understands what he's doing. So when I told the customer that the truck didn't have the trailer provision package, which is the holes in the back of the dually pickup truck to mount a fifth wheel hitch. He said to me, that's not that important. I can get those put in. Pat, don't tell anybody that. It is important. Because if you tell them it's not important, you've already made a decision to purchase the vehicle. You don't ever, ever give them the closing. You don't give them the the hints that you're ready to do business. Your negotiating goes out the window when this happens. But the funny thing was, we sat there, we did all this, and I knew from what the gentleman told me that on Saturday, if the truck was there, he was going to buy it. Well, the truck wasn't there and he still bought it. But the funny thing was when we went over everything and I showed him all the math and I told him what the payment was, the wife had a look on her face and she said, can I talk to my husband for a second? Absolutely. And I'll be outside if there's anything, any questions that you have. He comes out, he gets me. He says, well, you know, it, it, it is what it is. And I guess that, you know, we owe ten grand on our car. Our car is worth this and the payment is still that. That's what happens when you buy an $80,000 truck. So what I laugh about is when you're sitting at the light sometimes and there's a Mercedes E350 parked in the middle lane and there's a Laramie Longhorn diesel three-quarter tonne Dodge pickup truck with the good old boy in his cowboy hat in the front seat. He's driving a vehicle that's more expensive than the
3: Mercedes. Mercedes. Substantially more expensive.
2: Now, there's, there's cars out there now that if you go back to 1988, Hyundai sold a car that was called an Excel. E-X-C-E-L. And I can still see the ad. $49.95. Hyundai now sells a car in a standalone dealership called a G90. They're close to seventy five dollars now. And they're on the third generation. Because they had an Equus. And then it went to the G90 in 2017. And now they redesigned it. The, and it's more of a facial uplift the problem that i have i would love one of those cars here's the problem though it the coolness of that car is sitting in the back seat
3: well on a separate note for those of you that are are looking at vehicles in that price segment um he didn't mention it but it was also at least in jd power's initial quality survey the number one rated car sold in the world the Equus and yep. the G90 yeah the
2: G90 now once again you know very special thanks to Arrowhead BMW located a mile north of Bell Road on the Loop 101 in Glendale
3: if you come from the other direction if you're coming up the 101 heading from east to west you'd want to get off at 75th Avenue and then you take the after-
2: yeah because the other way if you get off before well, it wrong, it's, but-
3: no no you're right you get
2: off at 75th Avenue you make a left so you're heading north you get back on the freeway and you get off at the access road there it, trying to get there from bell road i'm not giving you those directions it's a dealership truly where it's all about you and they're located at 19250 north arizona 101 loop in glendale arizona 85308 once again the way you're going to be treated is going to be substantially different if you call us first
3: and can you, i touch on that gary yeah. because you know i know that over the years and it, and it happens you know more often than perhaps people might realize if you're a regular listener to the show and you decide that you think it might be in your best interest to give us a chance you've got nothing to lose you simply don't if, if you think that you might want to give us a chance please don't go through all the steps of trying to buy a car first and get yourself in a situation where, depending on who you've spoken to and what they've said, that I or Gary have to re-explain and, and, and go through helping you understand what was true and what wasn't true. Our purpose is just to protect and guide.
0: The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked.
4: Visit brightfocus.org to learn more.
2: Welcome back to Your Current insiders on 9-6 of the Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. And you can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. Very special thanks to the Earnhardt family of dealerships. You know, we... We don't specifically just go there, but we like to go there because they get it. The and ones that we go to. Our business is about relationships, you know, and that that Dodge Ram three thousand five hundred deal only happened because of the relationship that I had with the general manager of the dealership, and we were able to put that deal together in probably fifteen minutes.
3: I, I think that our relationships make it such that it's it's probably 90 percent of it i mean we have the answers to the questions we understand how to explain leasing and anything that has to do with just protecting the client but it's the the wonderful people that do our general managers and our general sales managers and our finance directors that that help us make the buying experience for our clients just what it really truly should be it should be really fun to buy a car it should not be a grueling session where you're beat to snot it just shouldn't work like that and it won't if gary or i assist you
2: you know and, and dana mentioned the thing about the phone call after visiting four or five dealerships the worst phone call is when i get the phone call from somebody and i've gotten this phone call way too many times i bought a car yesterday Can you help me? Can you help me take it back? No. Well, don't I have three days right of rescission? No. And if you go to the Arizona Attorney General's website, it's the first thing it says under car buying. You also sign a paper that states there is no cooling off period in the state of Arizona. Now, there there is an instance where you can bring the car back is when they call you two weeks later and tell you, hey, we have great news, when can you be here? And they want you to re-sign a contract. At that point, you have a right of decision, not a right of rescission. You're under no obligation, but I'm telling you this. If you've given the dealership money as a down payment, and you're bringing the car back, when they call you, And they tell you, you need to go in. You need to go in. And you need to be prepared to get your money back, get their car. But if you get that phone call and you wait two weeks to go back, they're going to take some of your money.
3: You don't have the right to arguably keep their car. And I'm sure that kind of makes sense. But what he's describing is something that we haven't talked about too much lately. And I think we should. When Gary and I assist someone... In purchasing a vehicle when they leave they've bought a vehicle when people go into a dealership and they have not been approved by the bank or Gary and I are not there not that you wouldn't be able to be approved not that part of it but dealerships do spot deliveries very very often where they do not know how or where they're going Let's throw it against the wall and see where it sticks. That's exactly what they do. And what ends up happening is they in most cases don't clearly explain to the consumer who's taking delivery of the car and signing contracts that they don't have an approval. They're they they're under the impression most people when they go into a and sign the work and then take the car home most people think even though it may have been disclosed to them that it's not approved they may have signed something that says it's subject to lender approval but they don't hear it and when they call and as Gary alluded to say we've got great news it's usually not great news at all it's usually really bad news and the problem is when you've taken the vehicle home and you know whether it's your pride or whether it's your you know self respect but you've brought it home you've shown it to your family you've shown it to your co-workers you've you've had the vehicle now for several days because they're not going to call you back the next day and so now Now you're you're put in a position where they don't tell you that the rate's going to be higher. You have to come up with more down payment or what the real reason that they weren't able to get it approved is. But they are calling you and they don't have it approved the way that it was structured. And that gives you the chance, the opportunity, as Gary just shared, of decision and potentially rescission if you choose to. But so many people because they 've taken it home because they 've shown it to their friends they end up signing new contracts at ridiculous terms longer terms higher rates
2: long higher payment and if you don't and a lot of times what they 'll do is they'll cut and fill the products that you bought in finance at first and all of a sudden you thought you bought a Six year hundred thousand mile warranty now you Gone. get home and you have a five year sixty or you have no warranty, so you really 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 it's it's more dangerous than going shopping by yourself when you have to go for a resign but Dana always says this, and he's absolutely correct. It's not what they say, it's what they meant. And what you hear. So I always believe that when someone's looking for a car, the first thing they see in any advertisement is a payment, if there's a payment there. They don't see And So here's one of the things I can't stand. So this is an article from U.S. News. The best truck lease deals for February 2020.
3: We're in March, but he's referencing an article he saw. And it's
2: from 2-6-2020. 2020 trucks of any size, regardless of the occasion, this time of year, all the talk about car deals is focused on President's Day. But what about the rest of February? Or what about what's in the market for your new ride in March? So the first one that they talk about is they talk about a Ram 2500, I'm sorry, a Ram 1500 pickup truck. Now, the one that's in the picture is not a 1500 Bighorn. But here's what they write. Two fifty nine a month for twenty seven months, with forty two sixty five. Do it signing. People see the two fifty nine. They also don't realize that the forty two sixty five probably doesn't cover
3: the fees. Well, it can't. If it says forty two sixty five down, that means that it's down payment, and so the it says do it signing.
2: So the second one has a three twenty nine payment with 3709 down. The third one is a 557 payment on a 2020 F150 for 39 months with 4966 down.
3: Gary, as we talk about this and you know and I know. Go ahead, go ahead. A
2: 2020 Tacoma has $239 a month payment for 36 months with thirty five thirty eight down. Now, one of the things that they're not mentioning in any of these is how many miles are you allowed to drive? $259 a month for 24 months on a Silverado 1500 with forty eight four $4,089 due at signing, and that's on a real-wheel drive V6 engine truck. A Jeep Gladiator, thirty eight oh nine do it signing, two fifty nine a month. A Ford Ranger, three twenty nine a month, twenty eight ninety do it signing. That's the first one that I believe was less than three thousand dollars do it signing, and that's before the fees and the dealer ads.
3: Which is a substantial amount of money on top of that initial dollar amount that he's describing. On a
2: tundra, 319 a month, 36,18 do it signing. And that was it. But what's so great about that's the best lease deals? Most people, when I help them lease a car, it's either your fees down or no money down.
4: the I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and but the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh. See, you don't have to be
0: perfect. To be the perfect parent. You
4: should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids in the Ad Council.
3: Welcome back to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. You know, it, it it's not something that people do every day, and it's obviously a, a, a tool that that people need to to be able to perform you know their their daily lives and, and functions, and so for for most people, you know, they're not in the the car market unless obviously they need a car, and for many people. You know, it's it's several years between when those events occur. For some people, I think the average age of a vehicle on the road today is still close to eleven years. So there are people that that hold on to a vehicle and keep it and drive it for a really long time. the The average trade cycle, still around three and a half years, really hasn't changed for for if you take all the people that that buy vehicles. And the bottom line is that. Through time, they, the dealerships can't really change the information that you can garner yourself, meaning that, you know, for the last couple of decades, you know, people have been at least aware of things like Kelly Blue Book and when you th- use things like Kelly Blue Book to try to understand you know, or, or try to determine what you think should be either fair for what your car may be worth or use that as a tool for being fair as to what their car may be worth um, – it, it is just what it's, I just described it 's a tool, like Gary mentioned earlier you know, we don 't really talk about how much we save each people, people on an individual transaction because they are all they all stand on their own sometimes you 're going to save money in in several different ways. It can be in the interest rate, the price of products, the value for your trade, and what you 're paying for the vehicle in other cases you know there can be less variables in other cases you might need to buy some of the products that they offer in the serve, in the finance department and if that's the case you know again helping guide through those decisions is is what we're there to help you do the unfortunate part is when people go into a dealership and they get to the stage where they've agreed to terms and have said yes to buying the vehicle as we've said so many times in the past you've really only just begun you're, you're now completed with you know what you think is buying a vehicle but you're now going to the office where you are going to be introduced to what should be the most skilled negotiators that work in the dealership and if just common sense if 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 they're in the office that you go into after you've just, in many cases, you know, I, of course, Gary and I don't do this, but for the people that go out and have to buy a car on their own, they often will spend, you know, what could be days and eventually when they get down to the negotiation process, what could be hours getting to a point where they finally say, okay, I'll do it. Well, the people that they meet next are accustomed, of course, to meeting people just that way. People that have already exhausted in their own minds everything that they feel they can afford, that they're willing to pay. And, you know, if... Essentially, they've hit their cap. Well, again, the nice people they're about to meet, that's where they always start. So they're, they're accustomed to being in a situation where the person that's across the desk from them has already, in most cases, exhausted what they think is all they can afford. And so you need to be a skilled individual in that department in order to be able to build value in the products that you sell.
2: You know, and w- when you're when you're in the finance office, the most important thing is always this, and it's one thing that I know I do and I know Dana does, we don't negotiate by a payment. So when I was talking to a gentleman and he was talking to me, well, you know, I don't want to spend this much money and, you know, I, I don't want my payment, to it doesn't matter what you want your payment to be, your payment is what it is. So if you're willing to take a chance and you know what it is you want to buy, you give me a call at 602-525-1370 or you call Dana at 602-679-8324. Now, we do go to dealerships and we don't charge you to show up. And if the deal doesn't make sense and you don't buy a car, we, we shake hands and we all leave on our very merry way. But I'm not going to give you pricing on cars. I'm not going to give you payments on cars. Even with people I've helped before, I explained to them how easy it was. Now, I helped a gal the other day, and very, very, very nice gal listens to the radio show. She was very specific about something that she wanted. And she wanted a car that's not very easy to get. And she wanted a car that had a specific option in it. And that option was a very limited availability in the trim level that she wanted because most of those cars have captain's chairs and she wanted a bench seat. And I understood that she wanted a bench seat because she didn't want her 98 pound dog getting to the front of the car with the bucket seats because the dog would make his way right through the seats. but. There's certain circumstances where we'll do things a little bit differently, but for the most part, we are not a shopping service. We're not an information provider.
1: Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona, at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or free owned Ford, views come to the right place.
0: Them.
2: Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 96 to the Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern. Once again, we want to thank all of our sponsors. Arrowhead, BMW, Lundy's, Puria, Volkswagen, Riverview, Nissan, you know, the, Monte the, her, Vista cleaners. Yep. You know something? He's the greatest guy Greg in the world. Wonderful. If he was in the car business, <laughs> I would only buy my cars from him. He's he's just such a great guy. And you know, even even his business, I think we're the only thing that in nine years the price hasn't changed. Fact. Wait, I take that back. Once I think you're there's two right. things. Costco hot dogs and, and yeah, Costco chicken. Yes, that did okay. not change either. But, you know, I, I have a friend of mine that's a jeweler. And we were talking about something the other day. And I have my wedding ring and my wife's wedding ring are white gold. Now, white gold is not a precious metal. White gold is yellow gold that is dipped in rhodium. Gold is 1,600 an ounce because it changes every day. So when I was at my buddies and we were talking about the rhodium thing, he mentioned, "Hey, you know, I, he had a problem. He had to send him back to his brother. My friend had a vision issue. He was on some medication. He didn't want to play with the rings, so he sent him to his brother." And we started talking. Rhodium, the thing that they put on the to convert it to white gold, gold twelve thousand dollars an ounce. Wow, it's more than platinum. I do, I, I guess that's really- crazy. But part of the reason has to do with rhodium is a component in the batteries in electric cars. Now as I mentioned, and I want to call this gentleman, and I was not trying to make fun of him. I wasn't trying to make him feel bad when he mentioned to me about wanting to buy this portion, thinking about a discount. He has a Tesla and I want to call him back because he has a Tesla with over a hundred thousand miles on it. And I want to ask him about his experience. Now, if he has one that's older, it's probably not even an 85, it's probably a 60 or a, 70. or a 75 or a 70, whatever the numbers were. But it was very interesting. As I mentioned, it's not the company. It's not the car I don't like. It's how certain things happen. So Dana sent me something the other day, and I looked at it, and I printed off the Jalopnik article. And I really like Jalopnik articles. They're some of the best written stuff, and they're actually not, as Dana would say,
3: Poppycock! And let me endorse that as well. There's so many car magazines and publications that when they talk about the things they do, who knows whether there's going to be any merit to it. I've not really, I can't recall a Jalopnik article that wasn't accurate.
2: So when you buy a used Tesla, it's, here's what I'm going to tell you. You need to be technologically advanced. And I will tell you this, when you buy a used car, That's a Tesla, and you register your car on your phone app. They now know everything about you. Like Big Brother. Correct. So the article reads, Tesla remotely removes autopilot features from customers who use Tesla without any notice. And this is updated. This was... Last month, one of the less considered side effects of car features moving from hardware to software is that infor- important features and abilities of a car can now be
3: removed without
2: any actual contact with a different car.
3: You know, think about this. We, over the last few years, they always talk about how they can send new updates. Here, I got an we-
2: update to my wife's truck that night while I was driving, for and an it said, don't, don't touch anything for 45 minutes. So I'm driving home. I have no radio, no navigation system. Put the car in the driveway. Shut the car off. And And the screen comes up blue, 43 minutes till the update is complete.
3: And so I guess my point is with the technology, it's always been giving you new updates to improve, but this is now taking away...
2: Now, I don't know how many instances this has happened, but the dealer bought the car at an auction from Tesla. It was optioned with both Enhanced Autopilot and Tesla's confusingly named full self-driving capability. Together, these options total $8,000. You can see them right on the Moroni sticker of the car. Tesla officially sold the car to the dealership on November 15th of 2019 and a date that was confirmed by seeing the car's title on November 18th. Tesla seems to have conducted an audit of the car remotely. The result of the audit was then the car's software was updated to the latest version in December. The Enhanced autopilot and full self driving capability were removed from the car. And Tesla confirmed the date of the audit, which flagged the features for removal in an invoice.
3: Now, I just want to say one thing. And I know Gary obviously is going to see it the same way I do, but think about it. When when that vehicle was purchased and it was disclosed to have the features that it had, that's how the person justified what they paid for it. They They wouldn't have paid the same amount for a vehicle that didn't have $8,000 worth of features, nor had they known that they could be Arbitrarily just taken away at any given time in the future? Do you think that they would have bought the car in the first place to have it available to sell? I I just, I'm shocked. Please continue, Gary. No, go
2: ahead. I'm looking for something real
3: quick. Well, and so with what he's saying, it says, Alec, I'll withhold his last name for privacy reasons, bought a 2017 Tesla Model S on December 20th of last year from a third-party dealer who bought the car directly from Tesla via auction on November the 15th, 2019. This is what I'm referencing. If you're buying it directly from Tesla, and Tesla has a Monroney label, a, a sticker that reflects that it has those features I I just can't fathom that they could charge you for them and then take them away. But let me continue with what it says. The car was sold at auction as a result of a California Lemon Law buyback as the car suffered from a well-known issue where the center stack screen developed a noticeable yellow border. When the dealer bought the car at auction from Tesla on November the 15th, it was optioned with both Enhanced Autopilot and Tesla's confusingly named full... Oh, I think I may be repeating. I apologize. Let me move forward here. Tesla officially sold the car to the dealership on November the 15th, a date I've confirmed by seeing the car's title. On November the 18th, Tesla seemed to have conducted an audit on the car remotely. The result of that audit was that when the car's software was updated to the latest version in December, the Enhanced Autopilot and full self-driving capability were removed from the car. Tesla confirmed the date of the audit, which flagged the features for removal in an invoice. A disclosure statement from Tesla to the dealership at the time of the sale does not mention anything about autopilot or the full self driving removal. Let's recap. A little bit at this point a model s with enhanced autopilot which includes the summon feature and full self-driving capability is sold at auction a dealer buys it after the sale to the dealer tesla checks in on the car and decides that it shouldn't have autopilot or full self-driving capability dealer sells car to customer based on the specifications that were they were aware the car had and were shown on the window sticker and confirmed via a screenshot from the car's display showing the options and later when the customer upgrades the car's software autopilot and full self-driving disappear when alec asked tesla about customer support about this this was their response tesla has recently identified, probably recently should have been, identified instances of customers being incorrectly configured for autopilot. It's cut off here. Um, Yeah, the the ink, but
2: here's what the funny thing is. At the end of the day, they just took it. says Since then, Tesla has been of no assistance to him, and he's been doing my best to get him some help on this case. I sold te- dozens of Teslas a year and sold my father-in-law a Model X 90D with ludicrous speed package. 60 days after the purchase of the car, Tesla removed his ludicrous speed package. A con complaints to them, they said he never paid for it. Okay, I don't know how they're getting away with it. I'm interested in seeing it. But here's another thing when you're looking at these cars. There's a lot of these cars that are salvage titles. There's a lot of these cars that are Lemon Law buyback vehicles. Now, here's one of the funny things. I've, when I was looking for this gal, I noticed a dealership, and I'm not mentioning. Now, this is a dealership that has a KBB dealer rating. It's a long-range autopilot. 2018 Tesla Model S long-range with only 5,858 miles. Autopilot, auto steer, navigate on autopilot, summon navigation, backup camera, forward collision warning, lane departure, blind spot collision warning, auto emergency braking, obstacle-aware acceleration, heated front heads, rear air, Wi-Fi, karaoke, Spotify, tune in, Bluetooth, auxiliary slash USB. This vehicle has a branded title find out why branded titles are the new standard for smart car buy sh- Car shoppers by visiting this dealership's website or calling them today. <laughs> are you out of your mind? Okay, now when you click on the free Carfax, show me the Carfax. Branded titles, not actual mileage, salvage. They're talking about the car having 5,000 miles on it, and the title will read, not actual miles. And salvage. Now, folks, if you and every one of his Teslas... I went to his website. I'm not sharing the name of the dealership. I went to his website. Every Tesla he has that's for sale is a salvage
3: title car. You know the sad part, Gary, is obviously, you know, there's a good portion of our listening audience that that understands what that means. We of course truly understand fully what it means, but for a lot of people, you know, they really don't understand what that means. And if a vehicle's involved in a, and it can be any number of different things, but I worry about structural integrity. I worry about what actually happened. And more importantly, let's just say hypothetically, someone buys one of these vehicles that has had the salvaged history and, and they're lucky and nothing bad happens while they own it. When they go to sell that car, what is it worth to to the next owner? the, part of the issue to me, of course, is the safety and God forbid what happens in an accident. But there's also the financial ramifications of what you're going to lose. You think you're saving money by paying a little bit less with that history to take a beating when you go to replace it here. Here's a funny thing about the Tesla's. I don't know anything about how they work
2: and they are technologically advanced rocket science, Google Maps, navigation system so when I helped the young lady buy the car I looked at her and said now Shelly don't call me once about how this car works I'm telling you you're buying this car for two reasons how much you're spending in gas and the ability to use the HOV lane correct yep so here's what I'm going to tell you based on the article that we just discussed my suggestion is you do not reach out to Tesla In regards to anything about the car you just bought used. So I helped another friend a couple of days before the story I mentioned about the dealership and the hard money. He picked up his Tesla and my friend that sold him the Tesla has a Tesla. So he knows how the car works. So when we got there, the first words he said was, if you have about a half hour, I'd like to set the car up to you correctly so we don't have any issues With any communication from Tesla. So when I heard that, I called my friend Shelly and said, Shelly, this is the guy that you need to call. And I asked my friend if he would help her through the thing. There is a way to download. You have to download your car. And I don't know enough about it to help you understand. But if you're looking for a used Tesla... Beware of what you're buying. The first thing you need to look at, if you look at a Carfax and there's anything red in the title history, run, not walk. Now, Carvana sells a lot of these cars. Now, I've had my first interaction with Carvana because a friend of mine in New York, unfortunately her husband died. So I told her, take the car to Carvana and take the car to the dealership. See what they'll give you for the car. The car is titled to her name and her husband's name. She went to the dealership. They offered her $6,500 for the car. Carvana offered her 7500 but in the small print that said, subject to final inspection of the vehicle. Carvana won't buy the car because her dead husband cannot sign the title, which is something that tells me Carvana has rules That's a nationwide thing where titles are an individual state thing. Once again, wanted to thank everybody for listening to the show. We appreciate everybody that reaches out to us. We appreciate all our sponsors. Dana and I could absolutely, without a doubt, get jobs in car dealerships. We prefer helping people buy cars. We're not selling you anything. We're your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer.